get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 79th episode of the What Up Though Podcast. Yes, sir. And have you noticed that the... Uh, have you got gas Just lately? jumping right in. Yeah. <laughs> have I got gas lately? Yeah. I got gas today for one thirty nine, dude. Damn. Shit's been cheap as hell. Yeah. But I did jump in without any random intros or... That's fine. Uh, we don't need random like intros. That. Uh, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. I wanted to get gas today because I was like on E for real. Like I felt like if I went, I went like two blocks more, I would have ran out. And which I still don't get with gas stations. Like how how do you charge ten cent more for car than cash? How is that a thing? And then an even weirder thing is that some gas stations, if you use debit, they'll let you pay the cash price, but the other other ones won't. I've never seen it. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's it's. It's not like a conscious decision. It's like sometimes if I pay with my card at the pump and I use my debit, sometimes I get the cash price. I've never other gas stations. Sometimes I gotta pay the credit price. I've never got the cash price for using the card ever. Yeah. And like I get, I remember a few years ago I had the conversation with somebody and they were trying to explain that if you use credit, you pay the credit price, but if you use debit, like you say, you're supposed to be able to pay the cash price. Right. But I've never seen that. And I'm like, why, if that's, if that's so fucked up, why is that shit like not news? Like no one talks about whether it's wrong to pay 10 cent more a gallon if you pay with card versus cash. Like I feel like it's, um, I feel like it's a conspiracy. I don't get it. <laughs> like I really don't get why, why you have to pay because I mean, okay, you think about regular card transactions. I mean, I guess you use a card. It's like a, percentage of a a per, a per transaction when you use a, a debit card somewhere. So usually that's a like set price. So say you're in retail or whatever and a person uses a card, they're using it for convenience, but I think the owner is charged, I don't know, 0.8% or something. So that's that. But at a gas station, it's almost like your transaction is actually can be more or less depending on how much you spend. Like if you get $10 in gas and I don't know, it's a dollar in gas, a dollar a gallon, but then it's a dollar twenty. You know what I mean? But if you spend thirty or forty dollars, you're paying that much more. True. So I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't understand why it's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I maybe, feel like if they, or maybe I'm making a big deal out of it, but I don't, I don't. It's not right, though. It's not fucking right. <laughs> no, and then I think if you look at it like if they get, I, th- I figure they probably look at it like they lose money. If you use it, if you use a car other than using cash, but it's not like gas stations solely make their money on gas. They make the least money on gas. Gas is not the money maker for gas stations. Not to mention that like a whole lot of gas stations now got fucking restaurants in them and shit. And you got a yeah, subway in that bitch. Granted, those are probably different owners, but still, they don't make money on, you know, uh, on gas and they make money on everything else they sell. So. I still don't get the whole percentage thing of of why that happens. Uh, but anyway, I had cash, so I'm sure I someone will tell us. Yeah, I'm really curious <laughs> to find out like why why the hell does that um 
that happened. Another thing, I was so I was I was at Burger. I went to Burger King a couple of weeks ago, and they had a like a chicken whopper. Okay, basically a chicken patty whopper instead of beef patties, a chicken patty. Okay, so. Obviously, a lot of places don't come with cheese because they want to charge you extra for cheese. So, I think it was like five. I think it was two for five. So, I get the two. I add cheese. I get... So, I get my... Uh, I go to the window. She gave me my, you know, my total. She's like seven ninety or some shit. The fuck? Because I, I had two uh, two of the sandwiches for five. And then I, had a, I asked for a courtesy cup of water. Well, now, one, this... This Burger King was on Warren and Evergreen, so and I this this is the, it got to be by far the worst Burger King in Metro Detroit. <laughs> I don't even know if there's even Detroit there. So she like seven something. So I'm like, can you give me what my charges are? So you know, she said, you got the two whoppers. You know, like you got cheese. I'm like, well, how much is cheese? Dog, cheese is ninety cent a slice. What the fuck? Ninety cent a fucking slice. And so the, another lady coming to her and I'm giving her my cash. She's like, you're giving me way too much money. I'm like, yeah, I think so too. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, you got the cheese. Like, that's like a thing. Like, it's like some, it ain't like no Gouda. That's where we tax motherfuckers yeah. right there. They got that cheese. It's like, it's like no, 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 no Gouda. No, that still no don't add up cheddar. though. I mean, that should have been 680. Well, five, no. It should have been yeah, it was like six. It was like, but oh, and then they charged me for the water was like something. It was like seven something, but it wasn't like seven ninety. It was like whatever the ninety nine. So that's one. I guess after tax, six eighty tax seven yeah. something. Then they charged me twenty seven cent for water. <laughs> and that's really that man. That's some hood shit, dude. Because it, it is. I bet if you went to the suburbs, they probably would charge you like if they charge extra for cheese, it'd probably be like something dumb like five or ten cents or something no, like that. No, they don't even charge. I, I went to a, a a McDonald's on Saturday out in Westland, and I I think I got the, the two for like the Whopper. Oh, I'm sorry, no Whopper. Um, Big Mac and a filet of fish, and I wanted extra sauce on both. They ain't charged me nothing. <laughs> it was just five thirty, whatever the fucking regular charge is. So I always wonder if that's like a hood thing where they charge you for every single thing and shit. Probably that probably is some hood shit. I added onions or some vegetable, lettuce, onions or something to some at, at Murder Mac, and I got charged for adding tomatoes and Damn. onions or something. Well, I mean that's what you get because tomatoes are trash. So if you add it, ask Dude. for tomatoes, and you deserve to be charged actually for that, so you know not to do it again in the future. How do you, how don't you eat <laughs> tomatoes though? Ugh. Ugh. Well, I will say I didn't like tomatoes for many years, and then I started eating them later on in life. Nah, I don't. I can't do tomatoes on like whole sliced tomato on a sandwich. I can do like diced tomatoes and a taco or something like that, but like whole sliced slimy ass potato uh, tomatoes on a sandwich. Nah, I can't do it. I don't know, man. I I got back into them, and I love them. Big, nice, you know, Ugh. not not too thick, but you know. Ugh. In between, you know, whatever. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't, I don't get the whole thing of charging in the city versus going outside of the city. That shit just seems real whack as fuck. I, don't, I don't understand the, the whole thing with that. Mm, just sounds like niggs nigga. Yeah. So, in the last maybe hour, so on Twitter and seeing that uh, Mister Black Lives Matter himself, D. Ray is running for mayor in uh, Baltimore. 
along with 27 other people <laughs> running for mayor. And I don't, I don't know Yuri's background other than being an activist, but I don't know. What's your thoughts on his, his running? Do you think it's a, a, a decent option? And I, I'm, I'm assuming you don't have too much other info on his background as well. Yeah. I don't know. That. I don't know nothing about him. Although I do know he's not a politician, <laughs> but I, and I also know that, uh, Really, really caring a black about black lives doesn't necessarily make you a good mayor, even though Baltimore is like a black city. Like, I, I, I he may be in over his head, but then again, like I said, I don't know. Maybe he knows way more about politics than I think he does. But I think it's an interesting move because he is at a very high level of popularity, so it's a feasible thing that he could win because he's people. It's a black city and black folks are really checking for him. So, I mean, it could be a smart move if he knows what he's doing. I mean, I, I agree with everything. Because I like his chances. Honestly. Yeah, I think his chances are probably pretty good. I mean, I don't. I think <laughs> Based off my complete lack of knowledge of everything of Baltimore politics. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think you even have to have a big knowledge of the politics of Baltimore to, to think that he has a good chance. Like. His popularity, his his, he, you know, I think he has a genuine, you know, uh, genuine interest for betterment of people, uh, especially you know people of color in in Baltimore. So I can see that happening. But I mean, only I only know of two other people who's running. Uh, homegirl's uh, husband, uh, Mosby. Mosby. Her husband, which he's a, he's a he's a political figure. I don't know to what extent. And then, uh, I think it's, I read he's a city councilman. Oh, okay. And then the uh, <laughs> the former mayor who stole six hundred dollars in gift cards. Now, <laughs> I don't get how the how the fuck can she even be a viable option to run? Like, it just makes no sense. Like the fact that she's able to run makes me say, you know what? I hope he gets it just because I hope she doesn't get it. I think it's kind of like, it's kind of like Kwame though. Like, I think an outsider will look at Kwame Kilpatrick and think like, how did this motherfucker get elected twice to be mayor of Detroit? Like, he has all these, all this scan, all these scandals going on and all this fuck shit he was doing and these motherfuckers elected him while he was still, while he was still basically dirty. And well, so I guess it kind of, I mean, it, I think it speaks to the, political acumen of like the average black person because you look at detroit as like a primarily black city and a lot of a lot of the rhetoric that i heard when he was first running was all kinds of dumb shit about how he looked like a nigga they could drink with and how he wears earrings and he's so cool and they like the way he dresses uh he just like he looked like somebody that they can hang out with and i'm like I, these I are not I, reasons I, I, to I, elect the mayor and you're right and i thought all those things I'm like, <laughs> he's cool as fuck you know what i'm saying i used to catch it for having uh earrings and so i, so I was like man that's cool dog. the mayor got fucking earrings but yeah that's probably the wrong reasons but probably <laughs> definitely the wrong reasons. Definitely but I think, I, and I think maybe that's why somebody like her probably feel like she could run again because she's like, well, bit of background, and this is just off my little bit of research I did when I saw that uh, D Ray was running. Apparently, this former mayor Sheila Dixon was charged with a multitude of shit, but the main shit was like three felony charges of like theft. And then, like, a couple misdemeanors, and one was, like, uh, embezzlement. And 
one of the felony charges got dropped and then she was found not guilty on the other two, but she was found guilty of the embezzlement charge, which revolved around like $600. It was for $600 in gift cards for needy families that I guess she used for herself. And she was forced to step down as mayor and forfeit her pension, which was 80,000 a year for the rest of her life. And she had to forfeit that shit. This was back in, she was convicted in December of 2009. And, um, I think sentenced in January of 2010. So six years ago and she comes back and the article that I read said that she's popular there. So like she's coming back popular six years later after stealing $600 in gift cards from needy families. No, I just like, is she really like a, is she one of the front runners? Like really? Yeah. I, I want to look up the other 20, odd fucking people and just curious about their background um, and just wonder like is her chance chances higher than many of the other people but I mean it seems like maybe the people are kind of forgiving like <laughs> did, yeah, did you remember the year they said that happened that was like maybe last five years what what happened that the whole fraud shit that was she got convicted in December of 09. Oh, okay. It said that the, I think they said the shit was happening like 07, 08, something like that. I mean, you know, for, I think a lot of people have short memories and they forget shit and they be like, cool. But I mean, shit like, uh. But I feel like every family in Baltimore is a needy family. That might have been your damn gift cards. This bitch was <laughs> buying fucking iPods oh, oh, with and, and shit. And, 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 I, and I totally agree. I and they probably, she, same people were going to go out and vote for her. I don't think she should, uh, she should be able to run at all, but I, <laughs> I just don't get how how she's popular with folks there to enough that she feels that she will have a, a good chance of running for mayor. Like that shit doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't equate, it doesn't add up at all. I would love to hear a Baltimore supporter of hers explain why they will vote for her now. Well, I think this is gonna be one of those uh those runs where you get it's gonna be a lot of attention i'm i'm definitely gonna pay attention to it i'm definitely curious. Uh, yeah i'm curious too shit yeah i'm i'm curious um as to how that go but yeah that's just i don't know i just can't i just can't see i can't can't see her <laughs> i just i don't understand it man i mean but like you know tony from the cigar group you know he said you know mary and barry got reelected, and he, yeah he did all the shit he did and Whatever the case, so I don't know. I think it'd be uh, it'd be interesting to say the least. You think you could run for mayor of Detroit one day? <laughs> you know what? I if I was you know got into the you know political arena, I would. I, I don't know if I could do mayor. I would start something like council or some shit like <laughs> that. But then they'd be like, "You need a degree." <laughs> like I don't think it's probably anybody who's ran for council that doesn't have a degree or some sort. <laughs> you go online to fill out your paperwork <laughs> and upload it <laughs> into the website, and they'd be right. like, "Now fill out all the same right, information right, again." Right. Fuck <laughs> this! I don't want to be councilman oh, yeah, no dude, more. <laughs> dude, I would I would definitely throw the shit out if I had to upload a resume and then I went to a. If, if this is like the <laughs> how to run for mayor page, you go in there, <laughs> upload your resume, and then they say, "Please enter the information." Man, I would you know it was the uh, the uh, the. Uh, like memes and video of the the monkey sitting at the table and he just pushes the <laughs> fucking computer off. That like my def- first act as mayor will be 
completely revising the entire resume submission process. Dude, I, I really like to talk to people in HR to understand how in the fuck is that still happening? Like, is it to weed people out? Or is it, I mean, it just seemed like you would you would lose potential people because this is so stupid. I just don't, I don't get it. I was just on a, uh, you familiar with the site manpower? Nope. Like Wait, job. the job place? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I realized that I was just going through, I was updating my resume on, um, indeed. And I was going through the sites like, you know, uh, career build and all that stuff. And I was like, I never uploaded on manpower. Let me try them. So I go there, upload, excuse me, upload my resume. And then I get to the point where like, here, put in your job descriptions. I'm like, it's on the fucking resume. Man. And the whole point of having a resume is so you don't have to remember to type that shit offhand. And did I do it? No. And do I need to need to be searching for a job? Yes, but I just got frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I need to go back when I got a little more patience because today ain't the day. And I just felt like if you tell me just to upload my resume, that's it. You have all the fucking information you need right there. Yeah. So I was I was a little disturbed with that one, but yeah, I don't I don't get that shit. That is like the dumbest shit ever. And I don't I don't understand why it's not been changed. <laughs> like on Indeed, I always I I think I apply to more positions that I can apply through Indeed than actually having to go to their actual page and do all this extra stuff. And I mean I don't know I could be missing out on missing out on potential gigs, but at the same time I feel like if your if your website your site is that incompetent, I feel like I don't want to work for you anyway. Yeah. And that's like a, that's not even like a Michigan thing. That's an everywhere yeah, thing. Yeah, it's an everywhere thing. Like, what? I don't know. So, <clears throat> I don't get that. I'll never get that. Um, so, in random news, uh, I read that Cosby is going to stand trial for his sexual assault case. Now, have you seen all of the random, it's, it's a lot of people on, facebook that i've seen who really supports cosby have you seen any other like random like it's been this one it's not even a meme i guess it's just this picture of him sitting on a couch with he has like a graphic shirt on with somebody on it a graphic shirt it's like a seems very uncosby like like it, it's a it's a picture of some other person and people are like you know he beat the case because i guess one of the defamation cases got tossed out or whatever and so now everybody is like you know <laughs> Not everybody. A lot of folks who's, I guess, been supporting him was just, you know, it's one of those, uh, let's make this viral, like, post mm-hmm. on Facebook or, you know, some random folks yeah. post or whatever, which is, I think that shit. Shit that people like to share that is false or just don't make sense. Or they want to, they, they, they feel like they're sharing it to, to, to show awareness, but they're really sharing it to boost their page. Like, <laughs> let's let this go viral. Share my page. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. Shit like that. But, yeah, I, uh, so I just read that recently, but I think the title... So what was the meme? Well, it's not really a meme. It's basically got him, it just shows a picture of him, and then it's a, someone posting this long post about, you know, how all these, uh, uh, these cases against him are false, and, you know, they want to ruin his name and, oh, you know, okay. kill the, the, uh, the, uh, the Huxtable, uh, uh, namesake. I'm like, you realize he's Cosby, not Huxwell. Huxwell's a whole different person. And I think that's, I think that's what a, uh, a lot of people kind of mistake him for. Like, 
thinking he's fucking Dr. Huxtable, and mm-hmm. it's just a fucking character. He was the most wholesome as fucking dude on you know on TV, but it's not him. He's a creepy ass creep. Here's the thing about that though: what motivation would anybody have to, uh, to slander Bill Cosby in two in 2015? Because it's not like Bill Cosby is really popping right now. And like the white establishment is like, we have to do something to stifle this up and coming black person. He's about to help rejuvenate, uh, black excitement and he's going to make black people stand up for themselves. Like he was just sitting somewhere chilling, not doing shit. And then all of a sudden people were just like, Hey, let's frame Bill Cosby. Like there's no motive for that. So the whole idea that he's being set up to, to drag down a wholesome black man's legacy is like, you could find a wholesome black man like, oh, I don't know, D-Ray, and try to, you know, drag him yeah. down because he's actually relevant. But Bill Cosby wasn't relevant at this time. Like, he wasn't doing shit. He was no threat to anybody, whether it was, well, I mean, well, he was a threat well, to women. he was a threat to a few folks. He's a threat to all women. I mean, but. It, you know, it's because he was trying to buy NBC, man. He just hated on that nigga, <laughs> that ridiculous man. fucking shit, dog. <laughs> You know he was about to buy NBC. Every, every, no, he wasn't. Every time some prominent person, you know, gets a show, that's a, that's gonna be my go-to. <laughs> Chris he Brown's about to buy NBC. That's you know, why. Chris Brown. <laughs> see, they they hating on Kanye, man. He's about to buy NBC. Dude. Right. Like, so, so now they got to say that he likes fingers in his right, ass because he's right. about to buy NBC. Because I want D. Ray Mayer, man. He was just about to buy NBC. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm <laughs> that, that that is just it's just beyond me. The the the, the lack of knowledge. Or lack of just anything, and I see a lot of shit. The lack Facebook. of common sense, dog. Like, come on, man. Yeah, just, just I'm about to set up Bill Cosby for no reason. Like, just drudge up some '80s black guy and it'll just set him up just for shits and giggles. Like, who can we set? Who let, let's let's hit uh who else can we hit? Who who else can we hit that's completely irrelevant with random charges and say we dragging him down? Oh, I know Bill Cosby. Like, come on, ain't nobody look, ain't nobody check, wasn't nobody checking for him. Yeah, that's it's. Yeah, I just I don't get it. <laughs> and so, kind of switching topics. Unless you had any more to add to it, somebody should set up Tyrese. I mean, he was about we to. We could buy do NBC. without. Ty- yeah, so. I heard Tyrese was about to buy NBC. Somebody <laughs> should set him up. <laughs> we don't need to see his tweets anymore and get him up out of here. Oh, Who else? They should set up Chris Brown. Well, I mean, I guess they already set up Chris Brown. He already got them charges. You know, Rihanna like hit herself and and. Set up Chris Brown because he's about to buy NBC. So we got that. Get the fuck out of here. So I was listening to uh, Breakfast Club the other day. Okay. Uh, Tank was on. Singer okay. Tank. Ooh, I wonder where this is going. <laughs> so <he laughs> I was, was out on... of the loop pretty much all last week. So this is uh, a couple of days ago. Okay. And uh, he was talking about, you know, I guess he was him. Genuine and Tyrese was, you know, you know they had made a group. Yeah, I went to that concert actually. Oh, you went to the concert? Yeah. Oh wow! That did you did you like? I regret it, but I went. I mean, I I was I was dragged well, you, to their concert. You know what? That's a better response. Cool. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I didn't say, "Oh yeah. shit, Tank, Genuine, and Tyrese, tickets, yeah. please." No. So, uh, I, so no, I, my wife wanted to go, and she bought two tickets, and then I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just, go like, too." Take her girl. Mm-hmm. You had to like really go. Uh, well, this is when y'all was like dating in cahoots or something. You he said in cahoots, like we was planning a crime. <laughs> like, he was about to rob a bank. Like no, like my. Like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. My wife buys tickets, and I'm like, you should really take someone else. <laughs> I'm not going. It's I think just, it was like, I think it was a thing where it was like, 
she bought him kind of. I think she bought him last minute, or like I knew that she wanted to go. So actually, yeah, I think I got the tickets actually because I knew she wanted to go, and I think it was just kind of like last minute. She couldn't really find a way to go, and I was like, well, I don't really care. I'm not opposed to it. So I was like, I'll go. So I'm like, I, I don't know nothing about Tank's music, but I know there's one Tyrese song I like, and there's one Genuine song I like. So when those come on, I, at least I, in my head, I was thinking there's one Genuine song I like. But when Genuine performed some solo joints, I was like, okay, this nigga did have some shit. He no, had some shit. No, G- G- Genuine had hits. I, he, he definitely had hits. Uh, Tyrese, he, he's, I mean, despite his Twitter persona, he actually had some songs I actually dug. Tank. Only song so I, I remember shit about Tank. Only t- only song I recall of Tank is that I deserve. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. That's that. it though. I, but I, I didn't even like that song like that. So I mean, I it, it wasn't. It was just. I mean, I'm not even saying I like it because I know it. That's the only one I know though. So there was nothing I could be like, yeah, I, you know, Tank cool, you know. Uh, but so he's on the Breakfast Club and he was talking about the whole group and I guess they. Hold on, wait, wait. Before you start, usually people who are on the Breakfast Club. Are doing something relevant at that time. He had an to album make the- coming out. Okay, he got an right. album coming out. All right, all right, continue. But I didn't know that until <laughs> way <laughs> at the end. So this okay. is, usually I listen to the breakfast. Usually I will end up watching the videos of it later in the day when it's actually posted. But in the mornings I take the boys to school, so I usually listen to the end. So listening, he's talking about the group. Uh, I forget the name of that group. Uh, I know it. It's very unimaginative. TGT. T- that's what it was? <laughs> yes. Oh, it was just their initials? Tank, Genuine, and Tyrese. Oh, man, TGT. I thought it was something more creative than nope, that. Nope, nope. It's just TGT. Do they, uh, look, do they look like some creative niggas to you? No, it's TGT. No, you know what? You make a great, a great <laughs> point. It's probably Tyrese's idea, you that make, name. You make a great point. Yeah, that definitely was t- Ty- Tyrese's That was Tyrese's idea. idea. So he's going on talking about... It, it, it was an array of topics from, you know, girlfriends to music, all this stuff. And then it gets on the tack that the first time he had his ass ate by a chick. So he What? He he goes on and tells a story about how he Waiting had to see chick. if it's similar to Otis's story. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> he goes on in the story talking about he was he had a diaper change. A a a Zuzu? A Zuzu? The truck the the foreign car. Azuzu? Oh, a Suzu? I can't remember now. Azusa. They got me questioning. I think it was some. Yeah, it was like a sport, with an It was I. like a SUV. A, okay, a Zuzu. A Zuzu. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it. We'll, go, we'll call it whatever. We we'll call it that. He had a car. Yeah, the story <laughs> talking about how you know she said you know they was in the back of the truck and she says like you know put your put your legs up. He was like oh fuck that you ain't want so he he says he's sitting in the back of the truck and he has both his legs up. Like on one seat and the other seat, and she starts. <laughs> Wait, he was in the back seat and then had his legs up on like the the, the seats in the front of the seats or some shit. <laughs> Nigga was positioned like he was about to give birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and start talking. Put about your feet she, in the stirrups, my nigga. Talking about how she started doing that, and then he didn't like it. Then he just started loving it, and then you know the conversation just goes crazy. But it was like that was the most interesting thing I probably heard of him. Of just that story. Other than that, his music is just so. Uh, and <laughs> other than that, your your claim to fame now is probably going to be you got your ass a in a, a zuzu <laughs> and a, a suzu, suzu while giving zuzu. birth. Yeah, I yeah. There's just something about that, like. Aside from how it may feel, there's just something about that positioning that just kind of 
it, it just gives you the heebie-jeebies. Like I think that's because like it's, why it's, am I positioned like, like it, it, one is not I'm about to get fucked missionary style. It's, it's, not, like, it's not a traditional uh, male position, heterosexual position, right? Or, hey. or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty pretty wild. Speaking of which, let's make this whole podcast go left. Speaking of which, do you think D Ray is gay? I swear I thought that came out that he was. I haven't seen anything recently or any, anything of that nature. Um, and I haven't seen nobody like gay bashing him or any of, this, any of that thing. But I swear it came out in some tweets or something some time ago. I don't think he's stylish enough to be gay. You can't be rocking like bubble vests and be gay, man. I feel like you got to be like. Nah, dude, I think it's some. Nah, you got to dress like Cam nah, Newton to be some, gay. It's, but he ain't gay though. So it's like. No, gotta be Cam some, Newton. Yeah. You mean? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but... Yeah, I'm saying he's not gay. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, he, he's I mean, not totally. I know he has a he has a baby mama, so... His damn... Uh, the way these athletes be dressing, man. Shit. I mean, if that's the case, I mean, if you go by dressing long, you would think fucking, uh... What's the dude that had the uh, triple-double tonight? Russell Westbrook. Yes. I mean... The in, worst dresser in, in, the, in the history yeah. of sports. <laughs> Tracy I, McGrady... I, I, Tracy McGrady suit pants aside, <laughs> Russell Westbrook is yeah. the worst. Dresser. I don't think there's anybody I've seen in the league that that can really top what Russell Westbrook. Like he's really like I saw Russell 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 Westbrook Russell dress Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. I saw that Russell motherfucker dress like Courtney Love one day. Though. Like why are you dressed like a punk rock thought? Like <laughs> he's he's worn everything, man. Yeah, he he's definitely uh, out there, but. No, but as far as going back to the radar, I I swear I seen something to that nature that he was, um, because I remember a bunch of tweets, uh, and a guy, and not not to say that even the tweets were even even correct, but a guy was saying, you know, D Ray ate my ass. I, I, hope, I hope not. It was uh, that's the kind of shit that come out when you run for mayor, dog. Yeah, 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 all that. Yeah, that's definitely. Gonna you come better out. watch out for your side niggas, D Ray. They gonna come out. Though. I mean, you, should, you remember what you know? Charles Pugh uh, went for you know city council. All, Man, everything you know, what I'm saying, you know, came out. But but I think he was known gay when he was on radio on TV though. Yeah, I think so. I think he, yeah, he, I think he was already. Um, but. It was something about someone was, and I remember this tweet. I wish I would have saved it. Something about you know, we can't have the the Black Lives Matter movement ran by a gay male and a and a black woman or some stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. I can't totally remember exactly the wording, Holy. but it was just so asinine. Like, <laughs> like really, all of the work that they're doing, and you're gonna you know, belittle them by she's just a woman and he's a gay man. You know, you can't stand up for, for, for the rights of men and others with a gay man. And, you know, and I think he, he never, for at least from what I've seen, he never addressed it fully that he was, it was, I can't recall, but I lean to the, I, so I've always just, I just assumed that he was, but you know, his, as you know, obviously his work and things he's done is totally overshadowed because it's not like a big issue or whatever. No one really like really says shit about it or whatever. They might be saying but shit. I, I lean, he I lean the running fact, for mayor. Now he runs for mayor. I think it's you know to definitely come up, probably come up more. But you know, I think he is, which you know is fine. He, um, I have no issues with it. Um, but I think he is though. Hmm. 
Yeah, I feel like I heard that too, but I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I never seen. Yeah, I never I seen if, concrete. I wonder if Baltimore voters would care though, because you know homophobia is is hot shit in the black community. Like you, black people just. It, I mean, ir- it's ironic to me that black people are so homophobic because like all the shit that black people have gone through being like uh chastised for their race and being a minority and being treated like shit by other people basically being treated treated like shit by other people that they could be so homophobic and treat other people like shit well but i yeah. think i wonder like with baltimore being such a you know a black city if if that were to come out as fact how much would that hurt his candidacy well i think if and I think sadly it would probably hurt a lot. Well, I think if if the church vote was a factor, and mm. I don't know how big the you know the black church is in, in Baltimore, but I could see that being a factor if that was the case. But black people love church, so I would imagine. Well, they love church, but then they just they love not being beaten, killed by the police. So <laughs> it's like I figured that would like you know outweigh yeah, the whole. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. He that's may true. Be gay, but, uh, he, he love our people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, he trying to make it so we don't get killed. Right, right. Yeah. You know, he, he's fighting for us. You know, pastor such and such. He just want a jet. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, pastor it, such and such. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. But I think uh, I think he would have a good chance. And I say this, bl- like you said, you know, we say this blindly, not knowing, you know, his total background. I know he was he did, he did teaching before yeah. the whole thing. Uh, but it's 27 other people <laughs> that uh, that are running. Uh, it's probably a whole bunch of random motherfuckers though who just have the money to to put up for it, and because I, I, it costs money to do that would shit. You, would right? you donate to D Ray's uh, campaign? Nah. <laughs> oh, why would I do that? No. <laughs> oh, that, that was just a random. Answer. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, I wouldn't do that. Even if I lived in Baltimore, no, I wouldn't do that. I've only. I don't I, think I've ever donated to anyone's campaign. I donated to Obama's campaign, but it wasn't much. And it was, it was right at the start of his campaign before he became president the first time. So it was like right, it was when like we weren't sure what was going to happen. Like he got to a point close to when he got elected where it it was pretty obvious that he was going to be the guy, Mm -hmm. the guy, the Democratic Party representative. And at that point, it was pretty it was pretty set in stone that he was going to be the guy. I donated and I didn't donate much, but I donated very very early in his campaign and I still get emails all the time uh, about donating again and shit like that. That's the only time I ever donated and that's because at the time the shit that he was selling, I bought. He didn't and now that his presidency is essentially over in retrospect the shit that he sold me on the most, he didn't really follow through on. But I think overall, looking back at his presidency, I'm I'm pretty satisfied. I'm not satisfied like a lot of other people are. Because people are like, you know what, what irritates me? Is when I see memes or, or pictures on Twitter and people are like, there will never be another one. And it's a picture of like Obama looking cool or... Like I've, shooting I, a jump I, shot, I, I, or I seen, like I seen one today, I or like looking in the mirror, making a face, like all all the shit about how cool he is. And I'm like, man, this is the most irrelevant fucking shit. Like, I mean, I get it that we've never had a president who was actually like cool like he is, but it's like, 
like that's not a like when we look back on his presidency, at least well when I look back on his presidency presidency. I'm not going to be looking like, man, that motherfucker took some cool-ass pictures, man. He had a smooth-ass jump shot. Like, none of that shit fucking matters, man. Like, I'm going to look back on, like, I think when I look back on his presidency, the main shit, I'm going to think of, like, Obamacare and how that ultimate... Obamacare didn't ultimately live up to what I thought it was going to be, but I'm going to look back on that. I'm going to look back on um his... uh him being the guy that basically got Osama bin Laden or at least that happened under his term I think that's one of his big selling points that I think doesn't really get as much attention as it should because I feel like if a Republican president was in office when we got bin Laden it would have been a way bigger they they would have made a way bigger deal out of it than the Democrats made of Obama but I mean when I look back at his presidency I mean it was cool but it's nothing that I thought was like you know really epic yeah i think those are those are definitely key things um but i think there's a couple of uh a couple of other things i would probably look look at as well um there's a couple other things too but they're i'm failing to think of them at the moment uh, for me what really really sticks out and um i hold dear to my heart is the uh beer summit <laughs> I thought, man, I just thought that was like the coolest fucking thing. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I think a lot of people was gonna the fact that he was just black. I think a lot of people push pu- push to that probably a lot more than they. Sh- I don't say a lot more than they should, but I think p- people feel that he's done no wrong because he's been because he's just a black president and who's cool. Who who's cool? Right. And he is cool. Yeah. Um. But it, it it takes more than that though. Um. But I think the only problem I think I have the indirect problem. Well, the problem I've had with his presidency indirectly was that I felt that everyone came out for the presidential voting, but no one votes locally. No one gives a fuck about the city council, the 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 mayors, uh, things of those and they, things of those things, which actually affects us a lot more than, you know, the presidency or whatever. But I just think I think a black president had to happen and it probably won't happen again. It's likely, but I don't know. I mean, you never know who comes up in the next however many years while we're here, but I don't think it happened in our lifetime. Again. No, I don't think so either. And it's only because of the the fact that him being elected was also the impetus for white people just coming out the woodwork. Like, just like the racist shit that has happened since he got elected has been mind-blowing. Like, the racial tension and all the shit that's happened with, like, cops getting, cops killing people and all that shit and... That shit has been probably what probably one of the worst things to come out of any any I guess positive um, action that I can think of. Because if we think of like the the day that he got elected, like that was such, such a great night. Like, I remember where I, like, I, I'm always been heavy into politics. So I was like, really, I was always heavy into politics, but I was really into it at that time. And I watched everything, all the debates, all that shit. And the night of the election, I was up all night watching the whole shit. And I was on CNN 
the entire night. And I remember when he got elected, man, craziness, dog. Mad emotion, just like, yeah, it was. this is amazing I, I, this I is really happening. I mean, I was definitely, yeah. like. But all the, all the shit that's come, all the shit racially that's come out of that has been the complete opposite of that feeling. It's been, like, so demoralizing and depressing and saddening and angering and i mean we had we man. had we had more we had one of the worst years of po- police brutality against black folks under his um presidency and i just i felt that he could have i felt that he he should have said more he should have you know he should have been more that was one of my issues with his pregnancies pregnancy <laughs> his presidency <laughs> That's awesome, dude. It's not. That was one of the issues with, my, with his presidency that I had, too, though, was the fact that I felt like he didn't do enough in that situation. And everybody would be like, well, what's he supposed to do? And this and that. But, like, I'm Why, not saying he should have made laws and shit like that. Though. Yeah, I'm not saying he, he should make, you know, laws banning racism or some kind of crazy, impossible shit. But I felt like he was way too quiet. Way too quiet. I totally I totally agree. I, I, I The... the Especially in his, at the end, like the worst part of this shit was in 2015, the end of his fucking presidency. You ain't got shit to lose, man. You know, you, at this point, you're the lame duck. You, they can't do nothing to you. That's a, that's my point. You you getting pulled? It's like you getting pulled out the door. You like fuck these niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's man. Nothing, it's nothing they can really do. And I think the the big one of the big disappointing moments of of his presidency for me was during the whole. Um, Mike Brown incident when he was, went on TV and talked about ISIS and some fu- shit. Talking about Egypt, it was Egypt, happening yeah. in Egypt at the time. Yeah, and it was like that. The whole incident happening, you know, there was so second nature to the shit in Egypt. Like this is your town, this is your country, this is the place that you fucking you know rule, and you don't have shit to say. And it's just, you know, it was so PC. <laughs> I like how you said this is where you rule, like he's Skeletor or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the power of Grayskull, dog. Right? This is where you rule, dog. <laughs> you rule this shit, man. You ain't saying shit. So, I don't know, man. That was like, that's probably my biggest disappointment with with Obama was that. And I just, I, I just cringe. Like, I was just so like, dude, why the fuck are you, you know, you have, you know, you, you have the biggest platform on earth, yep. on the whole fucking earth, the yep. whole round fucking earth. <laughs> Wait, round? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 man. I, I, I stood on top of a house and that bitch looked flat to me, dog. Did I don't we, know did, about you. Did we talk about that last, last we week? We didn't. No, that didn't happen last week. Oh, shit. That was yeah. like the next day. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was. Uh, so, yeah. Some whack rapper named Bob. No. <laughs> <laughs> One against the astrophysicist. And dog, this nigga released a diss track, dog. Did like, you hear it? Oh, wait. No, I don't think it was him. I think it was somebody. It was his nephew or something like that. I didn't hear it. But now, did you see he went? He actually went on. Uh, I always I've been trying to like actually pronounce his name right. Is it uh, the astrophysicist? Oh, no. Neil deGrasse Tyson? Is it just the grass? Okay, yeah, just, not the the grass. No, yeah. no, the grass. Yeah, like uh, a nigga, like the grass. The grass. Go cut the grass. <laughs> Dude, that's dope. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, go cut the grass. He was on, was it the Colbert? I gotta show? cut the grass. Did you see the one he was on? The Colbert. Colbert? Yeah. 
Damn. Yeah, you struggling, but yeah. I am totally struggling. Colbert. Colbert. You know, I I struggle with Col- the I, cool thing about Colbert, his name is that the name of his show was the Colbert Rapport. It was spelled report, but it was a play on his name, how his name is pronounced. Because like if you look at it, it would be pronounced Col Colbert or something like that. If you looked like at the, it phonetically. The, like the nigga shit I just pulled. Yeah. Colbert. So you would look at it phonetically, it would be like the Colbert Report. But his name is pronounced Colbert, so his show is called the Colbert Rapport. But yeah. I have this issue and I hate it, is that if I never actually hear someone's name, I nine point nine times out of ten say it wrong. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, but I hate phonetically. It, I mean, it's it's not you're gonna be like, you're not you you're not just, you're not just gonna know by looking at it. Yeah, but then, but but no one else is on like a podcast talking about <laughs> it <laughs> and saying shit. Most people are in the comfort of their own like privacy and shit. Right? It's not like a podcast that we're you know they're posting and you know. Maybe a cool ninety people is going to. Hear I was about it. to say, so all fourteen of our fans are going to hear that you don't know how to say Stephen Colbert's name. Dude, speaking of <laughs> our, our lack of followers, so did you? Did you know that you know the the guy Dragonfly Zone, Dragonfly Jones on Twitter? Yes, he does a podcast now. Okay, and I feel like I feel like we have to have more followers to be able to get more hits. The real talk. The only reason we get the hits we got is because of your ass. Like, <laughs> like that, that's is real. Ab- that is absolutely not true. Shit, that is a hundred and fifty percent true. I- and the vast majority of the people who interact with us are people who found our podcast through you. Like, like if you look at speaking of which, where the fuck are now been? But I was just messaging with her today. Okay, I was just I was I meant to tell you while we was uh, having a cigar. But I was just, uh, I was like, hey, I haven't seen you. I mean, I can't remember exactly where, but hey, haven't seen you in a while, blah, blah, blah. She was like, she's behind on, you know, podcasts, and she's going to send us a, a mean message soon. Okay. Well, she said not really, but yeah, but yeah so I mean, she said what up, though, too. But yeah, um, but like her, like the dude Baylor the Great that just been contacting us, that's mm-hmm. you. Like, a lot of people, and then like, like when I be seeing like retweets on our podcast page, it'd be like people that you follow, like people that follow you, like. There was some who's that one person to be uh tweeting up tweeting the podcast page. Um No shit. Something like that. Is that what it is? No shit, but it's spelled like N E A U X. Oh, homegirl, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. one of your people. Yeah, I mean it is, but I mean that's still not a, a Nigga, if, if if it wasn't me and you and it was like me and I don't know, somebody who's not as popular as you <laughs> Nigga, this podcast will have a hot three listens every week, dog. Like, I think you get us the vast majority of them listens. Well, I really want to get us because of your popularity. Uh, I, I looked on their podcast and I, I think... <laughs> you quit getting blocked by motherfuckers. Maybe well, we, that's the thing. Though. <laughs> maybe I mean, we could yeah, prosper if, a little bit more. Could, you know, just just not you know keep away, keep keep them getting blocked. Uh, but I, I said blocky. Man, that was an awesome <laughs> name, dog. I, and somebody, some, a couple of people mentioned. I'm like, man, I can't. I definitely can't take credit for it. But uh, I came up with that just because, like, I think something with ASAP Rocky happened earlier in the day. I can't remember what it was, but something happened. Something happened with him earlier in the day, so I, it was already in my head. And then I was like, not only does he get blocked, but he gets blocked ASAP. He is blocked quick and easily. <laughs> like. He, Cause it's not like ASAP Blocky, like you are quick to block other people. It's ASAP Blocky, like you quick to get blocked. 
Yeah, I don't get it, dog. How you get blocked by so many famous people? That's crazy. I think because I troll them. Yeah, but not. I mean, only a handful, like very, very few, have you trolled regularly. Like, who was that? Oh, Shonda Rhimes. Like, no, not Shonda Rhimes. Not Shonda Rhimes. Uh, um, uh, who was the one you, you said you ain't shit Monica, on? The, Monica. No, it's the the VH1 chick. Um, Mona, 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 Mona Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I troll her for a good month straight, like at least every other day. Yeah. And I said, you ain't shit. And yeah. I think at some point she took it. I th- you know the thing? I don't remember getting blocked by Floyd Mayweather. How does that happen? This nigga has like 80 million followers. Yeah. And I don't recall like, how did he see my tweet? But I was, I think I was one of, I was on that old Mona Scott, uh, like type of, of thing where I was like tweeting him every day talking about, you know, he's a whole ass nigga or some shit like that. <laughs> but I don't remember. I don't remember that the point of which I was actually surprised by that one. Um, I I think I'm trying to think. Uh, Can I work the GOP black chick? Uh huh. She blocked me, and I and I don't know what what was the actual like moment that that happened. I want to get blocked by somebody famous, man. I got blocked by Joe Button, and I don't know exactly. And I, it wasn't a, a tweet that I did. I think I retweeted somebody. Or you something. got like a phenomenal roster of people who have blocked you. Let's like see, you got so, mad like Twitter superstars that have blocked so you. So I think. So let's go. Let's see. Uh, the the first main one was Big Boy, obviously, which I'm still heard about that one. Um, and then so Floyd, Big Boy, Mona Scott. Um, shit. I think I don't think I'm really blocked by any other major stars. But you also get blocked by random people who well, you don't even people, tweet. Though. I don't get that one though. <laughs> I got put on a list by uh, caught uh, ashy Twitter, <laughs> and I still don't know what I did that that what tweet I did to make me get put on a whose list, list is that. I don't remember her. I don't remember exactly what her name is. It's PBG or PRG or PR, but she hmm. she makes the t-shirt. Uh, it's a, you ever seen the t-shirt um, on Twitter called Black Girl Magic? No. Okay. Well, I think she's the maker of that phrase, that t-shirt. I've never even heard of that. Um. But yeah, I don't know how I got to be ashy Twitter, but Black Girl Magic able to make grits in record time. <laughs> that is, that is, yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's yeah, bravo. She probably add you too, nigga. <laughs> I don't know where we're even going with this. Able um, to heat ten curling irons simultaneously. That is terrible. <laughs> Did you watch the Pro Bowl last week? What the Pro Bowl happened already? Exactly. <laughs> I guess not. Dude. You did not watch the Pro Bowl. I didn't even know what happened though. Dude, I re- I had I refused to even turn to the channel to even to put it even in more more perspective. Did we have anybody on the team? Like, did the Lions have any Pro Bowlers? I have no clue. Calvin Johnson, no. no. I, I I I really don't know. I didn't even like inquire. I didn't even read any articles about it. I don't know who was there. I have no Damn. clue who was there. I haven't even looked at the score. Like, I ain't looked at my football the football portion. <laughs> Do you of my know who app. won it? Yeah, I don't even know who won. Yeah, I don't even know who won. <laughs> Wow. Only Does the thing, Pro Bowl have any 
real life results, like real life impact. <laughs> like, is it real? No, <laughs> like real. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Real life I, impact, like like how the the winner of the MLB All Star game. Oh, yeah, they like get there. Thing. They yeah. get home home field in the World Series, no, like. No. So the the Pro Bowl has like no relevance at all. No, because I don't think it affects home because uh, the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is at a set location that has no nothing to do with the teams playing in it. Nope. But I don't know. The, the crazy part about the Pro Bowl is that well, one of the crazy pre, what well the main crazy part of the program uh, Pro Bowl is that it happens. Um, <laughs> the second part is that you have so typically a lot of the players are in the Pro Bowl are actually on the teams for the Super Bowl. So they don't even play. Right. They're usually replaced by somebody, which is stupid. I feel like if you wanted a Pro Bowl, maybe you should do the Pro Bowl after the fucking Super Bowl and you would have more potentially more players over the case. But Why is the Pro Bowl so close? Frowned upon. Oh, fr- be- well, because one, you can't even hit the quarterback. It's just it's it's almost like touch. And it's just like, you know, cuz on paper you would think it would be a fun game to watch. On paper. On paper, it seen. I used to watch it years ago, but then I did was, too, like a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I used to really watch it, and you know, now nah, I just like, I'm not even. I don't even turn to the fucking like. I didn't watch none. I man, I, didn't I think it was. Happen, I think it was yo. Sunday, and I didn't. Damn, I didn't even turn to the channel. I don't know what the fuck I was watching, but I, I, I wasn't watching that. <laughs> I said, "Fuck <laughs> it, I just, whatever I'm watching." I, think I was watching Silver Spoons, dog. I didn't even know promos. <laughs> I was trying to think, what was I doing Sunday? <laughs> That's the most obscure reference I've ever made on this podcast. Dude, silver spoons. <laughs> now, how do you get silver? Spoons? I don't know. I was watching silver spoons. I don't know. It just, it just came to me. But um, yeah. What were you saying? Oh, I was just, I was trying to figure out what I was doing Sunday. Uh, well, I, oh, earlier I was having a homework move, but I don't even remember what I was doing Sunday night. Like it, it was. How shitty was that? Moving. Yeah. Eh, wasn't that bad. Mm, okay, that's a lie. All um, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I just don't remember. But yeah, I was painting three slices of pizza. Right, right. Uh, so, seen a story on Twitter the other day. I don't, <clears throat> I can't see the rest of the tweets because her page is locked. But this is the initial tweet, and we'll go from there. This guy flew me up here and got mad that I told him I don't like him, and he. Called the airline and canceled my ticket home. <laughs> are we commenting now, or, or are there more tweets coming? No, it's because she, she I, I can't see nothing else. So we could comment now. So, well, I'll give it to those who understand it. So the story from what I've read, which is kind of cut and dry, a guy she knew that was apparently out of state to the point where she had to fly there bought her a ticket to come where he lives and she went there and I guess he got upset when he figured out that she didn't like him. And so I guess it was a round trip ticket and he canceled it. And so I guess she's kind of stuck there (laughs) unless she could pay for her. (laughs) And I, well, I will add that I did see another tweet and I can't confirm with a deny that she, he stole her ID so maybe she can't even get on the flight because she don't have an ID to fly. So I guess my question in bringing up the story is if, and it's kind of weird, I definitely need a female perspective. Ooh, not female. 
a woman's yeah, perspective. Yeah, don't say that shit. We trying to keep this podcast going. You better watch out. A woman's out. perspective. I probably should have asked Sophia. I didn't even think about that. But I didn't even think about the story until like 10 minutes ago. Okay. As a woman, if you're not interested in anything other than casual conversation, platonic hanging, do you fly somewhere and you're not interested in the person? I feel like she just flew out there for the story. Because mm-hmm. if you ain't interested in nobody, why would you? Because my first question when you said it was like, why'd you go if you weren't interested in them? Why, like, if a if a woman I wasn't interested in offered to fly me somewhere, fly me out to visit her, I'm thinking like, why would I do that? I don't even like you. So, so you like, like, I feel go- like she did it just for the story. Yeah. I, just I, be able to say a nigga flew me out. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, do you, I mean, because you, logically, now, I mean, of course, you shouldn't have to do anything that you don't want to do. But logically, do you go somewhere with the heads you know, up where I think we're about to talk about rape? Um, <laughs> do you go somewhere? No, we're not. Okay. So. Um, but do you go or somewhere? Are we? Do you have let someone spend that much money on you and, and not think that they're going to expect more? Just just kind of the culture we're in. So we are talking about rape. No, no, no I'm just kidding. No, I'm, no. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So um, the. But, the unfiltered version of what Otis is trying to ask is if a guy offers to fly you out, aren't you expecting him to expect the fuck? That's the question I think he was asking. How about this? I remember you couple some couple of years ago. We're still sugarcoating. One of my No, no, not really. One of my <laughs> exes, she had moved out of state and, you know, wanted me to uh, to come hang out for her for a week. So she like paid for half my ticket to go All out right. there. I fully, I went out there fully knowing I was about to put out. Okay, and I did. So this is what I just said. <laughs> Expecting the fuck. That's the same thing I just said. <laughs> no, no, yeah. How you gonna say no? It's not it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The same yeah. thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But no, but 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 seriously, like, why would you? Why would you even go with for a nigga you don't really know? Because that's the life of Twitter, dog. People going to to have a story on Twitter. Nigga flew me out. I ain't giving none. Ha ha ha. Well, now you stranded. I do know, now who's laughing. I do know of a story of a woman who got flew out to a destination, <laughs> a guy she was talking to mm-hmm. or whatever. Flew her out, gave her his credit card, let her go shopping, hmm. all this stuff. Nice fellow. Did not touch her once. Did not touch her once in the sense of like he didn't try he or didn't she try. didn't even. Okay. He didn't all even right. try. And okay. to the point where she kind of felt like, do I need to give up, give it up because he did all this stuff for me? But it never happened. So they hung out, all kind of platonic or whatever, flew her back home. And I don't know what happened after that. But while she was there, nothing popped off. I feel like dudes with money will do that, though. And see, and and, and you, make, you, you bring up a great point. Damn, I didn't even say shit. If money... <laughs> It's it's kind of a point I've always thought about. People value it. People value money at different levels or whatever. Mm-hmm. If money doesn't mean anything to you, you don't care about that, right? But if you value your money and you spend five hundred dollars and you say, you know, well, I value my money so much, I want something in return for this, right? Then you get it. But if you have a if you have an abundance of money and you don't value your money, you don't give a fuck. That's mm-hmm. like you know people say is uh the whole. 
it ain't tricking if you got it. Mm-hmm. If you don't give a fuck about the money, you don't care if you spend as much and so forth. If you just want the company and you got the money, you pay for company. All right. Yeah. Or whatever. So I just, I couldn't see myself going somewhere and feeling like they're going to want something. Like, I, and, but, and then at the same time, and, and another point is that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put myself in danger of some person I don't know in another fucking state. That's a big, yeah. That's a big and, issue. And, you know, and of course, you know, people bring up the argument where, you know, she should be able to be somewhere and not be fucked with because that's just the way life it is. No. Like, I just, I always had, I've been trying to, like, fit this analogy into, like, a situation and I think I finally got it. Okay. At some point of, like, I don't know, homes and things of that nature. At some point, you made doors to your home, people get in and out, and you put locks on your door. At what point did you have to start putting locks on your door? When, like, you couldn't keep your home, just shitting you in your house, like, in your house. When, like, maybe theft became an issue. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you not put a lock on your door and say, you know what, this is my stuff and no one should come in my house? Or do you say, I'm going to put a lock on my door so people can't come in my shit? Does it make sense? No. Okay, so... <laughs> I don't understand. So... I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't, I don't understand the relation between flying chicks out. It's uh, precaution. Okay. I guess precaution, like, don't put yourself in a bad situation. Like a preventative measure. Preventative measure, yes. Okay. Yes. Preventative measure. Like, okay, you have the option of walking down the street where it's lights out, or you have the street the option of walking down a dark street. Do you walk down a dark street saying, I should be able to walk down this dark street and nobody fucks with me? Or I walk down the street with lights and be say, smart and, yeah, I walk yeah. down where it's less likely of shit to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, I'm not going to walk through Brightmore and say, you know what, no one wants to touch me. Right. <laughs> or I should just avoid that area and go somewhere where, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think those are the issues. Those are the things that kind of go to mind. Like, a woman should be able to wear, she could wear a fucking, she shouldn't be, she could be fucking half-ass naked in the club and <clears throat> ideally no one should touch you. But why put yourself in such a situation where you could be fucked with or something gotcha. like that? You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. I know, I know it took a long runway for that, but no, I get it because it's like no, really, no man. Well, I'm gonna say no man, but most men, at least, especially men who are out here flying chicks out or whatever, or who who are in whatever you might deem a long distance relationship or a long distance Twitter thing or Tinder thing or whatever. Even if it's an unspoken thing, I think anybody who engages in that sort of activity where you may or may not get flown out, mm -hmm. they know that if a man says, hey, I'll pay for you to come out here, that man is expecting to get some pussy. That's pretty much what it boils down to. So if you are not prepared to give that, why would you go? Might as well not go because that's probably what, unless you hash it out beforehand, like, hey, look, um, I'm not going to fuck <clears> you when I come out there. Well, now yeah. if he still says it, then yeah. yeah, now you know. Yeah, and I think if that was actually talked about, if it was full disclosure, you know, if he said, hey, I want to fly you out, 
and you don't say anything like, hey, I hope you understand that, you know, there's nothing else coming out of this. And he says, cool. And you get there and he changes up on you. Then it's like, hey, this is not what we agreed to or whatever the case. And even then, it's still a roll of the dice. Yeah. Still flying someone out like that and. You it's find like, yourself in a shitty position yeah, regardless. Yeah, it's just a, a, a shitty position. Because he might even say, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. But he still might be thinking, yeah, I'm a fuck, though. I'm a fuck, though. Like, you know, you never really know. So you're putting yourself in a shitty position. And a shitty position that goes far beyond anything that's comparative to your analogy. Because, like, if you're walking down Brightmoor or whatever, like, you still in your own area, theoretically. Like, you are in a completely different, theoretically, in a completely different state with no transportation, nothing. Like, you are completely at this dude's whim if if he flies you out. So it's like, you, you're you really putting yourself at risk if you do that. If you do that. So, I don't know, man. That's... Yeah. I don't know why somebody would do that. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. Um... Especially with the intention of not giving it up. Because, like, you really are putting yourself at risk. Because it's one thing to, no, to, to have that knowledge that... I should not, I should be allowed to do whatever suits me and not have to get raped. Like that's a, that's a perfectly valid thought to have, but it's also, um, naive to assume that it won't happen or to assume that you're not going to be in a position where somebody might do that. So like, if you're that girl and you're thinking like, I should be able to go fly out and see this nigga and, and he shouldn't have to rape me. Like, all the shoulds and wouldas and all that shit is irrelevant if you get out there and that nigga is unhappy with the idea that you ain't gonna give him none. Right. And it, it, it kind of um it kind of relates to the my my general stance on two things. And this is gonna sound weird, but like dogs and <laughs> yield signs. <laughs> Cause because, here's here's my thing. Okay, so if you're driving down, so say like you're in a residential neighborhood, right? And you got a yield sign or no, actually the street that you're crossing has a yield sign and you don't. I typically don't just drive down residential streets because just because the cross street has a yield sign doesn't mean that person's actually going to stop. So like I'll slow down or possibly stop and look just because I don't want to just blow through it because I have the right to blow through it and I shouldn't get hit because if I get hit because somebody blew that yield sign, all my rights in the world about how I shouldn't have got hit and how I had the right to just drive through ain't going to make me get unhit. Like it's not going to fix right. my car. It's not going to unbreak my leg or bring me back to life. A None car, of that shit matters. not going to hit you because it's not supposed to hit you. you right. <laughs> None of that shit's going to help you. Like you can, like if you in the hospital after you got hit by a car because they ran the yield sign, you still in the hospital. You can be in the right all you want, but you still in the hospital. You still fucked up. And it's kind of like, and, and to another thing with dogs is, is people, when people come across like a strange dog that with their owner or something like that, or if you come across a strange dog or that's like, I don't know, wandering around on the street or something like that. And the person goes, say it's the person with a dog and they go, Oh, my dog's, my dog doesn't bite or anything like that. Okay, are you going to assume that a dog doesn't bite and be wrong and get bit? Or assume that... I'd rather assume that a dog is going to bite and shoot it 
<laughs> if it's running up on me and shoot it and be wrong and have like person have that person be like, oh my dog is perfectly safe. Like, well, your motherfucking dog should have been on a leash and it'd still be alive. Right. Like, I'd rather I'd rather roll the dice with you than roll the dice with me. Like, I'm not gonna let your dog run up on me and not kill it. And then you be like, oh, my dog doesn't bite. Well, your dog shouldn't ran up on me. Right. But if your dog ran up on me and I don't do shit, and, and then I get bit, and you're like, oh, then now I'm out, now I'm shit out of luck. I'm still bit. Like I'm bit. That's it. So, um, I think it's kind of the same in that situation. Like it's like you can roll out there, you can get flown out, and you could you could be like, yeah, I shouldn't get raped. That's not right. You know, I'm just flying out there. To, who's to say that I have to have sex? I don't have to have sex just he flew me out there. You know, I, I shouldn't have to do all that. All the shoulds and woulda don't matter because if that nigga rape you, you raped. It don't matter. Like you, so you can be right six days from Sunday. You can be right all the rights you want to be. You still raped. Like it don't matter. And so it, it you got to do what will what is best for your interest. And you can't work under the assumption that what should happen is what's going to happen. Right. So yeah, make perfect sense. But I'm just, I'm glad that, you know, nothing really I knew happened. my yield sign and dog analogy would wrap around eventually. Yeah, yeah, it came around. It, it, it came around. around. It came yeah. around. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad nothing really happened to the chick. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if in fact the story is true and she had to like fly herself back home, but it could have been worse shit happened. She could have been. Yeah, like, it could have been worse. Often shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, anything what, else? Uh, winding, winding back around to the Super Bowl. I mean, we might as well talk about the Super Bowl. It's the fucking biggest sporting event of the Shit, year. It is. That's, that's <laughs> it, it's up. in that's a couple like, of days. A couple of days. Yeah. yeah so, what you think about, about uh, that. what you think about the Super Bowl? I am, I'm rooting for the Panthers. Uh, but I would, I, uh, I, oh, I'll say this. I think it'd be cool if Cam won, but I wouldn't be upset. I think it'd just be, I think it's going to just be a good game. Um, that's kind of what I'm. I'm at. I, I, I don't have any other thoughts. Uh. <laughs> I'm always rooting for a good game. That's all I really care about. Um, as far as my personal investment, I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan. So, um, there's that. But Peyton Manning has won before, and Cam Newton hasn't. I kinda, and the whole I, thing about yeah. the way Cam Newton's kind of been treated in the media kind of makes me just want him to win more so i'm kind of going for the panthers too it's like i like i like i, I want well, to say i like peyton manning is an understatement peyton man is probably my second favorite quarterback of all time so i i would love to see peyton manning win theoretically but i've already seen peyton manning win so it's not that big of a deal but the shit with cam newton man and the way he's been kind of like treating the media lately you can't help but fight for that guy so I would like to see him uh see him do his thing. So I'm kinda I'm 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 leaning pro Panthers on Sunday. Are you doing are you doing any parties? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, we're not either. Um got invited to a few, but I think we're just gonna be at the fucking crib. What it really boils down to is that I really don't care. <laughs> like I I mean and I think a lot of the love of the Super Bowl comes from everybody else's love of the Super Bowl. It's like it built up as such a big event that everybody thinks that they're supposed to say that they care about the Super Bowl. When in reality, like, at least for me, as a football fan, if the Lions ain't in it, I don't care. Like, ever. Like, I've never really cared about the result of the Super Bowl because the Lions ain't never been in it. 
So, like, as far as actually caring about the result, I don't care and I never have. So, like, I care about a good game. That's really all I care about. And I care about good commercials and it's pretty much about it. The, you know, who wins? Like, it doesn't, that's not going to affect me in any kind of way. I'm not a anybody other than the Lions fan. So, whoever wins, I don't care. Right. Yeah, I'm in the same predicament. Uh, if it ain't really the Lions, I don't care, which I've never cared for it in. Right. <laughs> so, um, so I'm just, I think we're just going to invite my mom and my nephew and stuff over. I think my sister has to work <laughs> and um, probably just eat some food and watch the commercials. Right. So, um, <laughs> also, though, uh, apparently this week we got, I guess, is confirmation that Calvin Johnson's retiring. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but now it looks like it's a we reality. We have a lot of a lot of uh, talk that pushes more to him retiring. Um, looks like it's going down. I don't know. I think you know if it's really like you know him being really conscious about his health and things of that nature. You know, I definitely wish him the best. Um, you know, obviously, I would love him to play for the Lions until he couldn't play no more. But. You know, if he decided to to dip, I mean, who am I to say stay? Yeah, I mean, I, I there's a lot of ways in which this benefits the Lions, like contractually and financially. And um, I got a lot of friends that say, and I do agree that Matthew Stafford has played a little bit better when he doesn't have that Calvin Johnson crutch to lean on, but. I still feel bad. Like it, this is the second time now that we've had a guy hang it up before he was really done, you know? Yeah. And like, at least with Calvin Johnson, he's got the injuries and shit. He hasn't been doing all that great, but, and, 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 but at least in, in the Calvin Johnson case, he can play somewhere else if he wanted to. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, a lot of the, the comparisons have been he's, you know, he's pulling the Barry Sanders and things of that nature. Barry still on the contract. Barry couldn't play nowhere else. Calvin can actually play somewhere else. Yeah, it's it's different for a number of reasons, but it still feels the same. I mean, it's yeah, like, it definitely does. It feels the same. It feels. I mean, we're losing our best player before he should theoretically be done. Like, losing guys after nine seasons, I mean, man. And it's like, it's not like we're losing any old body after nine seasons. We lost our best running back and our best wide receiver of all time after nine seasons. And with Barry, it's like, okay, this isn't just the best Lions running back. This is the best running back ever. Uh, And and, And hanging it up that early, like, even if it, no matter what the reason is, it sucks to see a guy that talented hang it up that early. Like, that, that. I mean, it's just sad, like, because it feels like he could have done so much more. And then it's also sad because I feel like we took a guy who is arguably one of the great receivers and has had some of the greatest seasons for a receiver of all time. And we really wasted it because he didn't do any. He didn't do shit. He didn't get anywhere. He didn't win a ring. He didn't even get close. Like, so it's like. It just sucks that he's hanging it up early and hanging it up early with no, no, I think how I would deem it real accomplishments. Because if I was an athlete and I racked up personal stats, I would still feel empty for not having any real like playoff success. 
you know, they had um and least, what, shit, at least Barry made it to the NFC championship. Shit. What, what's the receiver for uh Carolina? Uh injured receiver. Currently? Yeah. Was that the Ravens? No, Carolina. What's the uh injured receiver? Injured his Achilles. That- you think it's Steve Smith? Steve Smith. He's on the Ravens now. Ravens. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. Ravens. So he did an interview in the last like couple of months, uh, maybe about a month or two ago, and it was asking him about Calvin Johnson, things of that nature. And his comments kind of fucked with me so much, but I realized it was really tr- it had a lot of truth to it. You know, he was asking about the retirement and you know possible, you know reasons that Calvin Johnson may have, this is before the whole thing happened, you know, about the retirement, but you know, he was saying, you know, players, you know, players on winning teams rarely want to quit. And so it's like, you know, if he was in a better predicament, I think he would, he would push out a lot further than, you know, what he's probably, you know, considering now but then why not go to another team then and 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 that was the thing too that was my question like if you don't if you're not making it here why not just dip why not you know why go why not go somewhere else you know and that's the option that you know calvin has versus barry barry didn't have that option so he was just like fuck it i'm out versus calvin johnson like you know i think if he if he truly expressed that he wanted to play somewhere else I feel like he would be able to do that. They would trade him without losing value, get something for him, or whatever the case. Man, I feel like, I don't know why, but there's a part of me that feels like he's going to quote-unquote retire, but then come back like Jordan. I don't think so. And not like Jordan in the sense of like, with the effectiveness that Jordan came back with, but I feel something, I don't know, man, because I feel like he's not, I know he had some injury issues the past couple seasons, but... To the degree of like, I don't think I should play anymore. I I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. Part of me feels like he might come back if he if he quote unquote retires. I don't know. I I don't know. I just I there's just something about this that it just doesn't feel really right to me, man. I, I feel like he's not. It's not he's like beat up and hobbled like Brett Favre after like forty years playing a playing quarterback like. I feel like Calvin Johnson's not that damn beat up. I feel like if he takes a season off or some shit, he'd be perfectly fine to come back and still be highly effective. Like he might quote unquote retire for a season and then come back and be like, Hey, uh, Hey, New England want to sign me for the fucking veteran minimum or some shit. Like, like, well, I, don't I, know, I mean, man. the thing is he has the option to go somewhere. So I feel like it would be kind of crazy if, you know, if he pulled a move like that, but he he might not be healthy enough for it right now. You think he would wait a while, get you know, get right? And yeah, know. I mean, I'm not saying he's like being dirty, like he's doing that on purpose to be dirty, but I don't know. I just feel like I don't know something about him retiring just doesn't doesn't feel right. Like I feel like he's not in that bad a shape to retire, or that he's that loyal that like he'd rather just retire than play with somebody else. Like I could get that after fourteen seasons, but after nine, I don't know, man. Just something about it doesn't doesn't feel right, and I feel like he's too he's too good. It's not like he's falling off or nothing like that. He's still I mean, he had the injuries, but like when he's playing, he's still he's still good. I don't know. So we asked before, like, 
when we talked about this, whether whether or not it was a possibility he would retire, we asked if he's in the Hall of Fame or not. Now that working under the assumption that he does retire, which it looks like he will, and he doesn't come back, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. He had all time. He had a couple all time great seasons, but is that enough? Because like when we look at Calvin Johnson, we look at okay, he is the best receiver that the Lions have ever had. He had a couple of all time great seasons as a wide receiver, but. To put that in perspective, compared, comparing him to Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders isn't just the Lions' best running back. Barry Sanders had right. nine seasons of, like, well, not a complete nine season, but, like, nine. basically he had a nine-year career, but he's arguably the best running back ever. So it's kind of like a no-brainer. It's like, yeah, he might only play nine seasons, but there's a guy who's who retired just short of the all-time rushing record on purpose. Like he could have played like one more season and got it. So it's the same can't be said for Calvin Johnson. No one's going to rank Calvin Johnson, the best wide receiver of all time. Whereas a whole lot of people would rank Barry Sanders as that. Yeah. As long as you, as long as you rank him over a fucking whole ass Emmett, that's all I care about. <laughs> that's really what it's going to boil down to. Man, I, I cannot stand that fucking dude. No, nobody here can. I kind of feel like he's, He's very much on the border. I feel like if he gets in, he's not a first ballot guy. Like, I don't know. I know in the NBA, you got to be out for five years. I don't know if that's what it is in NFL or not, but working on the assumption that it's five years, five years from now, I don't think he's in. Like, I don't think he's a first ballot guy. I think he would have he's to have some. He's definitely a first ballot guy. He, he, yeah, he would need some time. I, I, don't, I don't think he's in right away. Um, Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of guy that might get in after the fact. But I'm not really sure about him getting there right away. Nah, he won't. Um, but he's a guy who if he played like maybe like two more seasons. If he played two more seasons, he's he, like first ballot. If he gets if he plays like two more seasons. He lead now though. It's not it's a good chance it won't happen, even if he's not a first ballot. Although he's done well. But And I think his legacy won't be tarnished either. Like if if he never gets in I think down the road, people will still look back like Calvin Johnson was the shit. Like when he had his time, Calvin Johnson was the shit. He just didn't put it all together. I, I look at him as like, not quite like the NFL Tracy McGrady, but I kind of look at them, I kind of judge them the same way. Like I look at Tracy McGrady and I think like, is Tracy McGrady a Hall of Famer? Because I'm like, Tracy McGrady has some great years, but he also had a whole lot of injury plagued years. I'm like, did he put together a Hall of Fame career? Or did he just put together a Hall of Fame couple of seasons? So you think Vince Carter Hall of Fame? Yeah. See, I think Vince I, Carter's I, in. I think Vince Carter in, I don't see McGrady being in. I'm I'm as equally conflicted on Tracy McGrady as I am on Calvin Johnson. I'm totally not I have no I have no idea. Vince Carter, I think Vince Carter's in. And it's because Vince Carter managed to make a an entire... He made a long career being effective. He had his years being great. 
but even when he wasn't great anymore, he was still effective. Tracy McGrady had too many years of being just just not playing. You put do you put Chris Webber in? Yes. <laughs> I put Chris Webber in, but I put Chris Webber in on like borderline. Like I think Chris Webber's in, but barely. 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 I don't know if he's first ballot, but I think he might be close. Like I think I think Chris Webber's in. Did Barkley make it already? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I think Chris Webber's in. I I'm pretty Yeah. Vince Carter Vince Carter did a Vince Carter made a career after he was great. Where he was like still efficient. And I think that helps him get in. I think if Vince Carter hung it up just after he was great, he might not have got in. But I think he's I think he might be in based off of being continuing to be effective after the fact. Like he's still playing and is and is effective. Right. Grant Hill. No. <laughs> hey, I love Grant Hill, but no. Absolutely not. Grant Hill, no. He had no. <laughs> Grant he Grant Hill managed salvaged a good career. Like when you look back on Grant Hill's career, he managed. Like he he put together something that wasn't a complete disaster. Right. But yeah, like his handful of seasons being great with the Pistons, no, that's not enough to be in the Hall of Fame. And it's fucked up because we could look at that as like he had one of the best rookie campaigns ever, dog. Like he was mm-hmm. amazing. But was, he, he didn't he uh, share rookie year with Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jason Kidd's gonna fucking cartwheel into the Hall of Fame. Like he's mm-hmm. not even. <laughs> which is crazy because like I didn't even think they should share rookie of the year. I thought that was all Grant, man. Grant should have mm-hmm. had that shit by his damn yeah, self. Yeah, I, I was kind of I was pretty upset when he when he had to share that. Yeah. Yeah, but, I was damn upset. Yeah, but Grant Grant's injury shit killed his career. Like he somehow came back and managed to salvage a respectable career after being plagued with injuries in Orlando, but not enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Whereas Jason Kidd is Jason Kidd's a first ballot, no question. Not even no hesitation. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. We won't bore you guys with our our NBA. Uh... Oh, I could talk about NBA Hall of Hall of Famers all day, yeah, Doug. I, know you I could. love. I like thinking about that shit. I'm an indie. Uh... I think Steve Nash is coming up. He should be. Oh yeah, he did. He definitely should be. Steve should be coming up or should be in. Should be coming up. Yes, I think he's coming up, and he's a uh, he's another guaranteed in there. It doesn't matter when, but I think he'd definitely get in there. Uh, Steve Nash, I think is first ballot too. I could give him that. I I definitely I, I would definitely give him that. I think that. yeah. So I posted an article, which was actually a past article about um. The article title was "Nearly Half of Detroit Is Functionally Functionally Illiterate." <laughs> it's kind of crazy messing up words when you're talking about. <laughs> That's all I'm laughing at. Like, right? <laughs> half of Detroit is functionally. <laughs> so, uh, and I won't even get into the article because I mean, there's not much to talk about. If people are illiterate, they're illiterate. So, I had a bunch of comments on Facebook, and then I had this one last comment on Facebook that really just sold the whole concept of functionally illiterate <laughs> so i posted the comment that posted the article from the huffington post 
Dude comments on there and says, you needed Facebook to tell you this. And I want to be like, you are the reason. <laughs> One, it's not on Facebook. It's from another source. And I didn't even feel like getting into the whole thing because I felt like that person wouldn't even understood it. But I was just like... <laughs> the funny thing about up. that is like... <laughs> You the one, he's the one getting it from Facebook. You yeah. gotta post it and post yeah. it to Facebook to share with everybody else. <laughs> like, nigga, you the one getting it from Facebook. Yeah, like, and it was like, I did, I felt like if I had to explain that, that person would have never understood it, but I really wanted to so bad. I just, I was just like, I think I just were commenting like, of course not. But I, I wanted to say so much, but I feel like that the, the, this the person, level... is this important person important to you in some way? Like a relative or? Nah. Nah, yeah, I no, I, I'd have dragged that motherfucker so bad. I thought about it. I really did. It's, it's not relative. Just some nigga from my hood. Yeah. but You we know must be goes. one of them ones. Yeah. Huffington Post looks like Facebook to you. It definitely does. And to some, <laughs> some random strange fucking people. Oh, boy. You and your fucking Facebook friends. I know, man. I think one day it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You need to sit down and just, under. you need to sit down and like filter that shit. I do well, that every now and I, then. I filter, I filter from looking at people's shit. Like, I think I have like 500 friends. I'm talking about a smooth un, un, unfriending of people. Like, oh, just yeah. go through and it's like, you I've know been, what? I you don't contribute been, shit to I my life. Neither do you. I haven't unfriended lately. I think I've been clearing up, been clearing up my, uh, friend request list. I have like tons of people that I haven't accepted. I've just been sitting in like, friend request purgatory but yeah I, I might do some cleaning you you may be on to something do it so in, in anyways uh we will end it on that note uh as always um i feel like it's a broken record uh check out our podcast on what up the podcast on soundcloud what up the podcast on twitter what up itunes. The podcast on itunes what up the podcast on facebook yep um, if you ever have any questions, uh, as random as it could be, you could post on our Facebook page or our email, what are the podcasts at Gmail or either of our Twitter pages, Michael underscore Aaron or blame Otis or what up the podcast. But until then, see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.